number five. I don't even know what we're talking about yet. <laughs> find out. I'm coming in blind. Let me do some more exposure there. Are you not gonna sip? Oh, I mean, I'm worried about fitting these swollen oh, guys. Oh, I know. We've just made so many gains over the last month. Tastes a little funky today. It's hot. Let me throw in my trusty podcasting chaw. And then we'll get to uh, some, some updates. And uh, it's been a crazy month and a half for us. It's been a crazy two months. Yeah, it's been a minute since your wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't podcasted since the wedding. Hmm. It's all turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I have some exciting updates. I am the biggest, muscular-wise, that I've ever been. And fat. Uh, I'm a little fat. It's it comes with the the territory, but you know I, I'm huge, man. Two twenty six right now. Maybe I don't know, but uh, no, that's exciting. I never thought that I would uh, achieve two twenties for sure. As tiny as I used to be in high school, so that's very exciting for me. Um, the sky's the limit, I'm seeing. My strength is not as the highest that it's ever been, but it's pretty close. Running a program right now, Jeff Neppard's program. Uh, fantastic stuff. I hope we're live. I think we're live. Yeah, we're live. live. And, um, so other than that, uh, the presidency's pretty freaking nuts right now. The, seems like the world sleep over this. The world's in shambles, and uh, to me, it's it's terrifying, especially being a business owner, a small business, small but small business owner, mind you. Okay, what did ta uh, Trump's tax reform do for us personally? How much money did it save us? I mean, it saves us over ten grand a, a year in just taxes alone. We get a credit for it, um, or else that's something we would have to be paying into. So, and but we don't have tremendous amount of wiggle room, do we? No. no. <laughs> and we're about to find that out. We're we're on D Day, so you know it, it's not going to be a doom and gloom podcast. It's actually going to be reverse. I'm doom and gloom. And. Uh, <laughs> I look at the numbers. And uh, you're going to learn about our failures and failing forward. This is success and failing forward. And because another, another key point, if you're going to own a business, expect not to make a few paychecks every now and then. It's not all, you know, hunky-dory and positivity and everything's rainbow and sunshines. We have gone through it all, and unfortunately for us, we have to go through it again. And uh, that is no bueno. So we're looking at potentially three weeks of no pay. Our guys will get paid, but as business owners, we will get no money. And we live... Yeah, well, this is going to be a trend going into the winter, too. Oh, yeah, which is detrimental. Like, wintertime for us is hands down the worst time of the year.
for work productivity, for days off because of snow and, you know, stuff like that. Machine tends to break down more in the winter. Uh, so you definitely have to try, and we tried, this is the thing, you know, no matter how hard you try to prepare yourself for, uh, my business, uh, that's a different one, but, um, no matter how hard you try to prepare to offset the challenges that your business is going to, uh, incur, it's not always going to pan out. And that's kind of why we're here today to, you know, give you the nitty gritty truth of what happens behind the scenes and where these things can go. And these things can go into lack of pay. A lot of businesses are feeling this with uh, COVID-19. And uh, I think a multitude of businesses are going to fill it with the Biden and Harris presidency. That's if Trump doesn't start World War III and uh, win in the Supreme Court because they were cheating. So we've got multitudes of, of business terrible things we're looking at. So we're either going to be having our businesses burnt down or we're going to be shut down for a virus that kills, you know, 1% of the population. So it can be excessively stressful being a business owner and you have to stay vigilant and, you know, you can't always be positive. And when he comes back, he'll be the first to tell you he is not positive right now. I am not positive right now. But we do not give up and we're not going to stop moving forward. And that's why today's podcast, and I'm kind of just updating you before we start the actual segment, is success and failing forward. Um, you're going to incur terrible offsets in your business career, especially starting out. And we're still starting out, so... Legacy, of course, Legacy Slots is not open yet. Um, that is still coming. And I, I honestly don't know what's going to happen with that. <clears throat> COVID-19 could be excessively detrimental to our, our second business venture. But, you know, hopefully we've structured our business plan well enough to where we can, you know, outlast the virus. And so, uh, I was just updating them on how terrible things are getting. Yeah. And uh, so basically, for our primary business, we have to restructure everything. Potentially new contracts, potentially the old contracts that we have are getting very wishy-washy and they're not sustainable. So I'll be on the phone all morning making phone calls, trying to move our business into other waters and more, other ventures. lucrative, safe waters. And uh, <clears throat> this is not the ideal time. And that's another thing that you have to realize that not everything's going to happen in the ideal time. The ideal time to move an underground business is like Spring. the beginning of the warm season. You know, at, at worst, the middle, 
you know, never at the end. <laughs> never when the ground's yeah, about to freeze. Things in a typical way. But I mean, we've Ever. never been. We've never been in a position to where we had the option to do things in the proper manner. We. This is dog eat dog. This is we're in survival mode twenty four seven. There is not a simple thing about owning a business. And I hope everybody out there can hear me. I've got a new phone case and it might be muffling me, but uh, I'm trying to talk a little louder. But the, uh, for our live the, audience, the podcast here will we'll pick up all Yes, that, so and nice if you miss it, it'll be uploaded later on our well, channel. I mean, and also with the, the bit, I mean, it's not necessarily hard to start a business or keep a business, it depends on what the business is. We're on a very seasonal, uh, labor intensive, expensive you know job that's what we that's our business you know and it i mean it, it's good in the good times and it gets bad in the bad times that's just kind of how it is i mean it definitely allows us to have our freedoms mm -hmm. maneuverability and other business ventures you know we can take random days off to go work at legacy if we have to stuff of that nature and so it works out well but it's i will still never go back to nine to five ever um, and, uh, it's, you just got to take everything with a grain of salt. It's not easy to start a business. <laughs> we went through all kinds of hoops. Well, I mean, if you, on the business, I mean, our underground was easy. Fill out a couple paper papers and you're done. If yeah. you start, if you get a liquor license and have to do a slot parlor, it's a little bit of a I waiting game, at least three days in an office <laughs> trying to get proper paperwork, proper everything to get our licenses and everything that we need and talk to the health department. So it's, no matter what, understand what you're doing is for you. It's not for the outcome. It's, it's not the glory. Yeah, we all hope for the glory, but this is for self-improvement. This is to, you know, kind of stake out your own claim in this life and say, I created this, this is mine, no matter what happens with it, this is what I was capable of doing. And if you look at it that way, you have a much better survival rate than looking at the outcomes and the numbers and the money, because you won't survive that. The minute you start going without paychecks, I mean, my God, our first winner. Let's, you know what? <laughs> Let's get into the podcast segment. We've done updated you with our stresses. Today's podcast is failing forward and success. Success why and failing doing, forward. I don't know, because my forearms look jacked. <laughs> well, let, me just, let me just do some muscle movements, too. All right, so... <laughs> This is going to be a compilation of our funniest, most embarrassing, worst failures leading up to this so we can remind ourselves what we've already been through. So, for instance, every time we come to a really terrible point in our life, like the other day, I just looked at him and I was like, in a year from now we're going to laugh about this. And he, he said this. So many times. I say this every year. Every, every year. Because it we're, we're gonna. I, I have yet to laugh at it, though. <laughs> I've laughed at the wall. <laughs> so, let's start out with when we were on a two-man crew. 
and we're just gonna off off the off the hilt we're just gonna pull stories out it was snowing it was what well, it was probably <laughs> it was probably january of 2017 or 18 it may have been 18 maybe i don't know somewhere in that range and it was it was cold it was snowy we were in a very nice subdivision in st louis which was hell on earth all rock all rock and i know you guys don't understand that so our drill does not like drilling through rock and that's all st louis is rock it's 10 times harder it breaks the machine it's it's literally also using an older machine too. it was dog shit sorry about my language but just dog shit we barely survived st louis with the beginning of our business <laughs> so you know this is us learning nobody taught us anything nobody we learned everything ourselves literally we learned basic machine operations and kind of locating situations very basic basic in like a week and then kind of oh we we know what we're doing let's 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 do it to it <laughs> and so we're in a very nice subdivision and we are boarding and which means we have to carry two big pieces of plywood so our machine can drive on it so it doesn't rut up the ground. Yep, and we did this for about 400 feet. 400 feet, so which... We moved the machine six feet, moved the plywood. Probably six feet, took us moved the plywood. easily, took an third, hour, yeah, an hour. Just to, to get it just, down all the way just to, just to start the job. So, you know, no embarrassingness yet. You know, we're beating ourselves up. I'm pretty sure I made like a little makeshift tart tarp and yep. uh you know it was raining it was us. cold it was snowing on us you know we were literally freezing we're soaking wet you know it, it's not fun we don't have a crew at this point and it was like a less than 200 foot job which it was in any other circumstance would take 20 minutes in and out this took us two to three days <laughs> everything was going wrong so Basically, we shoot in multiple times. The rock pops us up. We're getting aggravated and everything. I believe we finish it. Almost in power line. And um, so we're pulling. I'm pulling the machine back, right? We're boarding. You can imagine two guys just... Just out repeatedly. All gave, the way up gave, a hill. Gave plenty of people time to get their cell phones out for what was about to happen. And which, if we're ever around, you need to have your cell phone out, just just ready, just in case something fantastic happens. So yeah, we're going up this this hill, and it's steep. So it's a pretty steep hill. I would say there's, there's a little pond off to the side, and then there's just straight down. Yes. So subdivision. Basically, right here, there's a pond, and we're going up at this angle. So there's the pond. Here's the angle that we're going up at. And all of a sudden, Jeff is to my left. I'm by the truck. And we're almost there. Like, I'm at the cusp of this hill. The crest, if you will. And the board does this weird, like, snow-pounding sound. And shifts. And all of a sudden, I start moving. I literally was on a 10,000 pound sled sliding down a hill 
at at least 15 to 20 miles per hour. This thing plunged. And I just remember looking over at Jeff and screaming his name because I didn't know what to do. I'm holding up, there's this little bitty railing and I'm holding on to it, trying to stop this gigantic machine because if it topples over, there goes our business. It's all gone. Everything. We, we just pack up, we leave, <laughs> and that's it. It's, we, we failed. And I'm sliding down, just, just rutting up this entire yard. Oh, yeah. Just, just destroying it. 40 foot, it looks like he's going towards the Literally, pond. Literally, I'm heading towards the pond. I, I just, I did and, a, I pulled Homer Simpson, and I just backed into the bush. He, he phased out. <laughs> he disappeared. I left. He left me. And so I only had just my brain. So I kicked it off into reverse and kicked it off the thing and dug into the ground, just, just destroying. <laughs> Just sliding to a stop. That was our first failure. I think we. That just, wasn't our first. That was just a miracle. Well, that yeah, that that was that was one of many. And uh, we just packed up and we left abruptly. Oh yeah, there was and, a huge, uh, huge ruts. There was just no fixing that. So we never got a call on that though. Luckily. No. So you know that's that's one story. Another story is you know me being hungover. And not in my right mind, and running a uh, a fire hydrant. <laughs> not to mention, this is the very first job we did for this company. Okay, so the first company that we're yeah that we're with currently. So I wasn't. I was super like it, everything's stressful. So you know, like I've said before, drinking is kind of an outlet for me to decompress. That, you know, I'm sure that sounds great, but again, when you're dealing with universes exploding and coming together, you're going to get paid or, you know, it's a lot. And uh, so, Jeff, who was at the top of the water tank? It was a cam? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to get water, we obviously attach a fire hose to the hydrant. And we fill up our tank. tank. Turn the hydrant on. You know, normal stuff. Pretty easy. We've done this for years. <laughs> but I was out of it. Like, just, I don't know if you've ever had that fog, and you're not thinking. And so, Cam's like, okay, we're, we're good. And I, I keep, keep opening it. <laughs> like, it keeps going faster and faster. And so, Cam eventually bails, and I'm like, Jeff, I, what am I doing wrong? I'm, I'm at least and, 50 foot the other way, and I just see the hose <laughs> doing this in the air. Just and he's, he is dead serious screaming at me to walk over I, there. I, this hose is doing this <laughs> in front of me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going over there. <laughs> just turn it. I'm like, He's like, turn it? What do you mean turn it? It's like, turn it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, there... That was another life lesson. And, you know, there was the time we went to a perfect example. It was literally, wasn't it cold when we went to that one company? 
that we were borrowing their excavator. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, that's nothing this, goes. This is a really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> nothing goes to plan. So we, okay, we we have only so much equipment. We at this point we had a machine that also work on a cable trailer. And our we got put on this big job, ripping biceps to dig three all three hours down south. It was rainy. It wasn't even cold. It was just rainy and wet because we had all the water issues. No, yeah. This is yeah, our first yeah. fiber job, which has to be deeper. There's a lot more that goes with it. We don't have an excavator at this And we're time. in a marshland, literally. Like, yeah, water everywhere. Water. And so... And then I, it just so happened that the guys that were doing it in front of happened to have a drill crew and has a drill business. business you know, a much bigger business than us. And um, they had an excavator. I'm an awkward turtle, okay? I will do whatever it takes to basically get ahead. And so I had the idea of, hey, you know, because renting an excavator is like... Which we did do. It was we, like $400. Yeah, $400 a day. And when you're in the position that we were in... No money. No money. $400 is everything. And uh, so I had the idea of, well, maybe I can talk to this guy. This guy's got like a really poopy excavator that looks old as dirt. And maybe he'll rent it to us for cheap. And so he basically was like, oh, you guys can just use it. It's fine. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And so we continued talking to him and whatnot. And... Uh, he basically made all of this work that he had sound immaculate and amazing and miles of work and you know that's that's a gold mine for any drill crew and uh so we were getting beat up with this the company that we're currently with and uh which has improved greatly I'll mind you um but we decided to check them out and to switch gears and so we told the company hey you know we made up a story and said uh we got to do this for this person and you know yeah, we wanted to get our feelers we, out we, check we, out the work you, so, one thing that we did learn was you do, you don't just jump you have a don't burn bridges you have a contingency plan at all times you must have a plan a backup plan in business and that's any business that you have, you must have a plan for worst case scenarios. And we hit a worst case scenario. Well, see, he's Mr. I mean, I, I'm not necessarily pessimistic, but I look at the realization. I'm like, definitely the dreamer of the group. He, his expectations are up here, and I keep them at a bare base. So keep them there. I'm not going to go too far up or down. And I was like, this work sounds good. It's probably too good to be true. Let's not burn bridges. We have things okay here. Right, and I was and, in total agreement with that. And we went, so this company told tells us, hey, we got this shot for you. It's already called in. Let's what, go do it. What we, else? They said that oh, we yeah. they use said, equipment. We told them we don't have excavators, core machines, anything like that. Like, okay, well, we got all that stuff. You guys can use it all. It's all to your disposal. We'll work something out. Okay, cool. So we get down to the inner city, and we're looking at each other like, what the fuck is this? It's just dog crap everywhere. Like, like and bad, let me explain. Like inner city, like 
you know, you had street lights. To explain this in a way that you guys don't understand, you're talking about probably five days worth of just coring, which means you take a drill machine and you core down and basically you spot utilities with it. So there's no shooting for five days, which is bankruptcy for a drill crew, mind you. Uh, and so they knew they done fucked up AA Ron, and they were like, oh, we, we won't give you this. We'll take you over here and start you on this. You know, we'll have one of our other drill crews that, you know, actually has the equipment to do this stuff with. And so we go over there, and, you know, of course we're waiting for an excavator to use, you know, so we can start, because, you know, we're on this shot, we could easily have done it, like, they were like, you yeah. can't deviate from the plans. You were distraught about that. Yeah. But now, if you were to do that, you could probably nail it. See, that's the funny is that you don't know what you're capable of until you actually do something. Yeah. So never forget that. So we were waiting for an excavator because <laughs> we need it. We need to big a, dig a giant big hole for this big vault we're putting in. We're gonna shoot into it. All this stuff. Ground was hard as hell. Dry clay. It took four, five of us. Four, yeah, five of us to five. dig a vault pit, which was about four foot wide, four foot long, three foot, three and a half foot deep. Took us an entire three, four hours to do to dig, which would have taken an excavator ten minutes. Ten minutes tops. And we asked and three times, like, "Hey, can we use the excavator? It's down. It's literally right down the road from us." And they're not even using it. And like, like, oh, it, no, we can't yet. Yeah. No, no, not yet. And we're like, well, what the hell are we doing here? And so we were, like, mentally distraught. I'm not even going to lie. I cried that day. Like, I think we all cried. We, we, I think, yeah, we both did, actually. So that's the thing, you know. No, it was one of those things. You looked at me, you saw the look, and then you cried. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> there's a look. I call it the droopy dog look, the Jeff droopy dog look. And it's when his, his eyeballs and just cheeks all, like, droop down. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about the droopy, where the droopy dog came from, too. But, uh. And I just knew, I was like, we can't fucking do this. It's not going to happen. Um, and so I literally, you know, I, I wiped, wiped the tears away and I got on the phone and I got a hold of the old contract started and we were, we, we were literally there the, the next day. And we may have done a really poopy thing. So we, I, I just called it at lunchtime. I was yeah. like, everybody pack your shit up. We're, gonna we're, we're done. Guys. This is bullshit. They, they see they our lied. whole armada of six oh, trucks yeah. just <laughs> we're, we're out. And he gets know, phone calls. I was like <laughs> invisible. <laughs> like I, I literally Homer Simpson without my phone and disappeared. And uh, it was a pretty shitty thing. It was a shitty thing. That was probably the only time we've ever done a shitty thing. But also, to be fair, they lied and they they basically we were set up for complete destruction. They jerked like us it it was we weren't going to survive because you know not only that you you have to understand how our pay works. We're generally three weeks out with a new company. The companies that I'm going to call today were 45 days out 
Okay, we will not get paid for 45 days. That's even if it's uh, not completion of uh, project. If it's completion of project before we get paid, we've got about two months of shooting to do, and then we get 45 <laughs> days without pay. But we will get probably one of the biggest checks the world has ever seen. And just to give you an idea, if we get on a six-mile project and we're able to actually get it done in, you know, two to three months, you're talking about $200,000, just to give you an idea. Um, but the costs and the offset and the employee costs and everything... We'll see a very small percentage. We won't get nothing, probably, because we'll be catching everything up. But the next project, that's where business owners actually catch up. So that's kind of how it goes. We we eat dog shit 24-7. So where did your droopy dog face come from? This is this is confident in Jeff story territory here. This is this is Jeff not listening to his business partner Andrew for for once and basically saying I got this guys I got this or guy because that we were again we were in St. Louis drilling through rock and uh, so we had three gas lines to cross in this subdivision and basically three yards to go it was what a 300 290 yeah, like two, 290 foot shot and so we we pothole potholing is when you spot the utilities you watch your drill head pass so you don't blow up a neighborhood and so jeff had anticipated at the very last gas hole like five feet away from that is where we were going to come up so he in his head he was like, well, logically, I'm going to be coming up to hit this, you know, our hole anyways, so we can set our ped. I don't, we don't need to spot this. He was like, we, and I was like, I don't know, man. And there's a bunch of roots. I, well, we didn't know about the roots. Oh, that's you, right. Yeah, you, that's why you fucking hit it. Because we didn't know about the tree system that was down there. And so he's not, he's you know, telling me, you know, because I'm drilling at the time. He's like, you know, I'm trying to push up, trying to push up. I can't push up. Like, he, I even know I'm pushing up. If you're under something, it's going to keep your drill head going down. And so, he's say, all I remember is he told me to go to 9 o'clock, turn my drill head at 9 o'clock, and push because we're getting too far off. And all of a sudden, I just, my rods go fast. Bad sign terrible sign worst sign in the universe that's either you broke a rod or you went through something and i was bound up on a root and i just slice right through this gas line and so i thought he didn't know it i i thought he was messing with me because he does this all the time he's a big big jerk ass and he was I like, dude, I <laughs> dude, I smell gas. I'm sitting there smelling gas. Yeah, no, like literally, he's crawling around like like an anteater like, on the ground. <laughs> I'm just fucking just sniff, it. sniffing the ground. And uh I was like Michael Phelps I, on the ground. <laughs> and he I uh I'm like, shut up, dude. We did not. And he's like, no, I'm serious. We hit it. I looked down our our basically our shot line and we have gas plumes just coming out of our fucking holes. And I'm like, 
oh my god. I get off the machine and I just start sprinting over there like a madman, not realizing my machine's still on, which can explode fucking everything. So then I have to <laughs> run back, shut my machine off, and then we start feverishly digging this gas hole up so we can pretend that we spotted it and something just happened. Well, guess what? We couldn't dig it up because of a oh, giant tree system <laughs> that was holding there. it up. Literally a stump. And that's the first time that I had watched. I don't think I've seen anybody's cheeks just hang. It, like his eyes just were just dangling there. And we thought our business was done there. That you know, I don't even think we, we got don't. charged for that. You know, and that's another thing. Divine luck. You know, you're gonna have. It took. I mean, it, I mean, they had to dig it up, but it took maybe ten minutes to fix. Right. We never hit a gas line before, so we didn't. Right. Know. Oh no, it was terrifying. It was a little bitty guy. You know, he just clamped it off, put it together. And we were both embarrassed. Red face. Oh, yeah. You know, the the fire trucks and everything are there, and everybody's just looking at us. But it's apparently a normal thing in St. Louis. They hit them all the time. We didn't know that, but yeah, that was that was. I like to not hit things. Uh, yeah, that was a life lesson. That was a we do everything properly lesson, but we do now mostly. Well, not anymore. <laughs> we, let's just say our skills improved to where we don't even need to go into that. Okay, so um, let's take the last big job that we were on that. You know, we were getting paid peanuts for, you know, what did that do to us? What what did the one dollar that we were expecting do to us that we were missing out of our pay? Well, I mean, we were, we, we were missing about three grand to pay, which would have paid off our entire insurance bill and a couple other things for an entire month. See, when you're subcontracting and um, you don't always get you know, good deals, especially if you're with a company that knows you're small and they are just, you know, taking 25 to 30% off the top, it's not a fun time. And especially when you don't know when you're getting paid, how much you're getting paid, doing your books is virtually impossible. And these are all things that we deal with 24-7. That is why we are restructuring our business and moving to a different contract because it's impossible for possibly. us to possibly yeah it's it's impossible for us to sustain and I wouldn't say to sustain we can get through it but it's way too much stress for the money that we're bringing in and that's something you have to evaluate failing forward is sometimes you got to call it quits on something and move to something like, else we don't like to necessarily give up and we haven't really given up on Anything we've done, it's just we have to take a lot of losses. To, I mean, how many how many losses can you take before you accumulate one win? Right, and that's kind of where we're at right now. We're trying to just push through all of the losses right now to get to a better spot. And I mean, the, the, and and part of that is understanding our self worth. Like we know, we our, know now after doing you know years of work in this line of business that our self worth is more than what we're being told upon us for you know we're getting underappreciated in our pricing and all that and we're just trying to you know make everybody happy but you know everyone can be happy all they want but if we're not getting the the compensation for it then 
there's there's nothing we can do you know i can we can make all these customers happy do all the work great but if we're not going to get paid for it right then what's it for you know yeah so you you have to ask yourself is it worth it let me work it put that thing down flip it and reverse it and that's what we're doing we're putting that thing down we're flipping it and we're reversing it and uh you know business is always moving it's always you if you're stagnant that's not a good thing uh you want to always try to be more efficient find a better way better pricing better now not always you know loyalty is important and we've stuck with this company for a year and a half and if it were structured differently we would probably stay indefinitely but when people start getting weird and work starts disappearing paychecks and go you know paychecks go missed and like for for instance like this week we were supposed to come up with like seven thousand dollars and we didn't get paid last week we got twelve hundred dollars in our account Guess what are we gonna do what do you do you know and that means we don't get paid you know our machines aren't getting paid our trucks aren't getting paid. and so that's the thing where most people when i when i have said pre in previous podcasts that everybody that i know would have given up by now that's not false that's we have been through the like, crazy yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that are in the same industry as us that have given up you know in far less circumstances like we we've I don't know, we've had a lot of adversity and just terrible things happen and people quit for much less, you know. They get one missed paycheck, they quit immediately. Or they break down something, they just quit immediately. We've had pretty much done it all. All of it. And we're just still, we're just too stubborn to stop because this is our livelihood. Survival. I mean, that's what we do. That's, we are survivalists. You know, we go through this adversity and what do we do? We open another business. Or at least attempt to open another business. You know, then that's all dependent on this COVID bullshit, I will say. Because, you know, you're eventually going to get a rant on <laughs> what's going on in the world because it's ignorant. It's, it's something that blows my mind. As somebody that is very self-sufficient, has had next to no helping hands and has really turned his entire life around what's going on in the world i'm not good with i'm not good with socialism i'm not good i i like the ability to grow myself from like a turd to a polished turd uh so to speak so we'll get on that in another segment and we'll probably go ham but we got to get through all the stresses currently to be able to think about the world around us because right now we're not thinking about the world i'm not thinking about the president well, i am thinking about the president <laughs> because that affects our taxes but uh other than that it's i've got so many phone calls to make today it's not even funny to secure our next path and it's then he takes his mantle up, he takes his sword and shield, and he goes and does his stuff, gets a COI, gets the insurance set up, and then it bounces back to me, and, and then I make... tell everybody we can't pay. And, <laughs> and then it bounces back to me, and then I have to do some awkward talks 
with our benefactor and try and set up a uh, a, a safety blanket <laughs> into getting to where we are getting paid again. And it's not our first rodeo. It's not the first well, time we've ever done this. Year we went from, I think, mid-December all the way to almost February without pay. And that's just, I mean, that's something I've always known doing the business. That's why I save a lot of a bulk of my money or try to. At least, you know, I like to try to save at least three months of bills just in case, you know, something catastrophic happens. And as much as I can be safe, that doesn't mean our business is safe. You know, I have money saved up for my personal stuff, but the business still needs to make truck payments, machine payments, employee payments, and if the business isn't working, you know, I can't help that. Right. And I mean, if the business isn't working, it doesn't matter how much money you've saved, exactly. you know, and that's, so that's, you know, where it's all at. It's, you got to stay motivated, stay moving forward, and sometimes you got to fail forward. I mean, we've, I mean, last week we, we had powwows, we had all the negative talks, we had the defeated talks, we've had the given up talks near suicidal talks we had the it doesn't get the press talks we've had we've just had them all the self-enlightenment talks alien talks it's a it's a, it's a big big circle we have it, you have to get everything out and you have to like, talk about it and kind of yes. go through all options because there's not always a clear-cut answer to there's do this not. or that but all you can do is talk about it see what feels right I mean, we've made it a this far, okay. so that's some of our intuition has to have led that's us. That's a great point, path. because it, the paths are not clear cut, and your intuition. Sometimes you have to basically just hope and pray you're making the correct choice, and of course, we have made the wrong choices. You know, for with that I one mean, company, we, yeah, we've made wrong but we survived. It's either taught us a lesson, right. got us back on path in a weird way. Weird ways. Yeah. I mean, because we got an excavator right after that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and basically that was kind of us saying this is this is a, a crucial part. And once we got an excavator, we started blowing through stuff at a rapid rate. And we had a really good summer. Actually a fantastic summer. summer yeah. Actually fantastic. And, um, you know, we're just setting it up. If we can set this company up, get everything going, we'll survive the winter. It'll be halfway through the winter. <laughs> but... We won't um, see, we'll see your first paycheck till January, yeah. so... <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. You eat ramen noodles and you do what you got to do, you know, because eventually it's going to pay off, right? Eventually... I mean, that's, that's what I always... It's going to be good, and uh, it has been good. Like we built gyms. We I have a dream house. Well, not my dream house, but a pretty nice house. And uh, you know, I eat ramen noodles. Whatever, I'll get through. I'm gonna. I'm going to get through this. I mean, like I was gonna say, that's the mentality I always go with. If I just keep. Moving forward and progressing, the you know pushing the needle. It's eventually you're gonna get through the shit. Eventually, how long is it gonna take? You could either be what's, one foot away from the shit, three hundred foot away. You never know. You just gotta keep moving through. What's it. that analogy? Is would you eat 
you know, shit sandwiches for five years. Mm -hmm. but, uh, that's why I told him, I was like, sometimes you gotta eat shit sandwiches for five years in a row. But after you do that and you're set for the entire rest of your life, why not? Why not? You know, it's worth it to, to eat, eat the dirt for a little bit just to make your life and that much more grand in the trust, future. Trust, trust me, our breath smells like a giant turd. <laughs> We've been eating the shit sandwiches. But that's the, the nifty thing about being a business owner and moving through, you know, hopefully COVID miraculously, you know, gets under control and we can move legacy forward. We can open more locations, open this first location, which we're set for hopefully around December 1st. We're on track for, we're in the gaming board meeting now for November 17th. And uh, after that, we are all clear. We made it. We did it. Only took a year. <laughs> but that's business. People don't understand what goes into completely remodeling a, a building, you know, a pandemic hitting, it, just all kinds of stuff. Running around, dealing with the state. It's a lot. And so... You just have to understand that it's going. If you choose this path, it's going to be better eventually, and that's really you have no choice. You have to believe that. Like if you don't, you're if, fucked. If you're going to take a spectrum right now, we're we're at a pretty it's low, down low point, and it's in down. all of our business career, it's pretty pretty low right now. It's down, but that's the thing. We're not. I I haven't. There's not a thought in my mind right now currently maybe in five minutes but currently um of us failing it's it's not there i know i can get through it i know he can get through it we have figured out worst scenario problems before like it's nothing that we haven't gone through and that's why sometimes you just have to remind yourself of your past and what you've been through and you know the adversity that you've already you know been through because then the minors and the majors come into play. Because if you've already been through it, you've already conquered it once. That is a minor now. It's it's a minor. You've done it before. You can recreate the process. You can recreate what has already transpired. And then you continue worrying about your majors. You know, putting the girl to work. Getting everything going. Getting through the day. If that's the hard part. And uh, so... It's it's very interesting. It's going to be an interesting three months, and uh, you know, legacy's opening, so I'm going to have no time. And you know, that's the fun part about it. I can sit and I could watch an anime, <laughs> or I can sit and make money all the time. What what do I want to allocate my time with? Do I want to allocate all of my time to being the best version of myself? Or do I want that resting time where I don't want to work and, you know, do this? I, you know, I want to get to that point where every minute is pushing me forward. Every minute is, is, is bringing out the best version of myself. And so that's kind of where we're at is things aren't always glamour. It was a damn good summer. But now it's time to get back to the the grunt work. It's time to, you know, make some magic happen and get through this shit. You know, we gotta put the big boy pants back on, suck it up, and you know, make some make some the next uh, 
five, four or five months is going to be pretty hell. It's, That's all I know. It always is. And then, but, you know, with the moves that we're making currently, you have to look at it a year in advance. I've already found that out. Basically, the moves that you set for last year affect your upcoming year. And if we can make these moves today, and we could be looking at maybe next winter not being so detrimental. <laughs> well, you gotta just keep putting it into the universe. You gotta, you gotta just keep hoping for it. And so, but that's what today's segment is. Sometimes you gotta fail forward. You gotta keep moving forward. And you know, you gotta laugh at your shit. You gotta laugh at life. Uh, that's kind of what we told our failing stories for. And trust me, there's we could probably write a book on it. This is all off the off the hilt. So we, if we really sat down and pulled out the stories, it oh, would be it would be insane. So just remember, you know, be positive if you can. You know, if you can't, laugh at your mistakes or try to remember your your past. You know mistakes and just know that you've already moved past it once it's just a boulder sidestep that shit keep moving forward so that's yep. all we got today so just remember guys give it 